Welcome to the Three Minute Podcast, where each episode the guest has three uninterrupted minutes to share stories or experiences on this season's topic. We follow that up with a question to push your thinking. It's quick, it's timely, and it's all focused on leading the way to continuous school improvement. This season is focused on the prepare stage of the implementation cycle. During this phase, taking time to explore what to do, how to do it, and who will do it saves future time, money, and misplaced efforts. Guests this season will be sharing thinking through the lens of the leadership team and the foundational pieces of communication, leadership, collaboration, and data-driven decision-making in regards to preparing to implement. Today, Denise Brown, a statewide trainer on the Kansas MTSS and Alignment Team, shares some expertise around database decision-making for teams to consider as they prepare for implementation. Let's welcome Denise to the podcast. So I'm actually part of the MTSS reading team, but a true confession is my dad was a Kansas math teacher his entire career, and he endowed just a little bit of that number geek in me. I love to do data analysis. Um, I think the magic question when I look at data has to be, what do I want to know and what data can actually give me that answer? Because, you know, data will answer a lot of questions. We just have to know how to ask a question and not just take it at face value. Let me give you an example. Right now, we're looking at mid-year screening data. And if I just looked at the percent of kids that were at benchmark, I'm really missing the real whole story that that data could tell me. I could compare where they're at in the winter to the percent that we're on track in the fall. But I could also compare to what the percent that were here this time last year or two years ago or even further back. I think sometimes we forget that a 2% increase of students at Benchmark really represents a lot of students in many of our districts. So district leadership teams and building leadership teams really need to look at screening data each time that screening occurs three times a year. Um, We should be looking for trends by cohort, trends by grade level, by subtests. And then those collaborative teams not only should look at the screening, but also analyze the progress monitoring data, um, as well as any end of the unit data they use to determine the effectiveness of both their core and their interventions. As an individual teacher, however, I should be looking at my informal data. So exit tickets, for example, would be a great way to measure who did or did not understand the concept that day. I might want to use some response methods that allow all students to respond because that's also a great way to gather informal data. So whiteboards, thumbs up, thumbs down, choral responses, um, manipulative letter tiles, all of those are really great ways for a teacher to see the students thinking and adjust instruction. So DLT should really be looking at data, like we mentioned, every universal screening period, and they would be looking at the district level trends. The building leadership team should be looking also at those screening periods, but periodically taking a peek at progress monitoring. The collaborative teams, however, need to meet, we recommend every couple of weeks. Two really important things to remember. First, we need to make sure that we have enough progress monitoring to establish a trend. So we're looking for consecutive data points, either above or below the aim line. Second, we only need to look at progress monitoring graphs for students who have established a trend and we're ready to make a decision. 
So consistent data points above the aim line might indicate that we need to change groups or even exit a student from an intervention. And we need to make sure we really celebrate those students and talk about how we could maybe replicate that success with other students showing similar deficits. It might also indicate that while the student is making progress, they aren't making enough to close the gap. And so decisions for those students would hover around not changing the intervention, but ideas for how to intensify that intervention. So more opportunities to respond, more frequent checks for understanding, actually even increasing the pace of the intervention um, are ways to intensify. The students we're really the most concerned about, though, are those who are consistently not really making any progress, and the gap appears to be widening. Those friends really need us to dig deeply into some problem solving so we can customize what we're delivering to them. It's important to remember the clock is ticking on optimal time to learn to read well, and we can't afford to let a student languish in an ineffective intervention. Thanks for the opportunity to, to work with you, and hopefully we've given you some things that'll be helpful. Thank you, Denise, for sharing your thoughts. I invite listeners to consider these few coaching questions to push thinking. What is the story this data set is trying to convey to our team around our students? And how often are we looking at the data? We invite you to consider posing these questions at the next leadership team meeting as a way to begin the dialogue. Today's episode is produced by Jessica Mossman, with the production team of Lisa Stinson and Mary Myers on behalf of the Kansas Learning Network.